Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, there we go. <laughs> My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. What is your predictions? What do you think the score is going to be? What do you, how do you think, and you're going to put it in the comments, how do you think LSU is going to clap those Florida State cheeks? Bad baby, bad baby. How are they going to do it? We're going to ask you, and you're going to put it inside the Rudy Crew chat. We'll bring as many of them up as we can. So put a score prediction. Tell us how you believe LSU does it. Give us one big key reason why LSU Beats Florida State, and we'll bring up as many of them tonight as we can. Brian Kelly gives a load of confidence, thinking LSU can maybe win the SEC. We'll see. He's certainly hinting at it. He's certainly, certainly hinting at it. So we'll touch on it. Maybe he has a little bit more confidence than I do. Well... He's coached a lot of football and, no, and has forgotten more football than I'll ever know. But he certainly keeps talking about competing for ch SEC championships, which maybe they can. Who knows? Who knows? But we'll get into it. Florida State, on the opposite hand, came out today with Mike Norville. <laughs> I think he's worried about his O-line. We'll touch on that as well. Andrew Rafino's rants right off the top as the NCAA made a ruling today that's massive for college sports and college football as you're not going to be able to go in the portal during the middle of the season. At least that's how I'm reading it. Maybe I'm wrong. But guidelines on when you can and can't go in the portal. 
massive day for college sports, right? At least I'm, I'm and y'all can tell me in the chat if I'm dead wrong, but that's how I read what the NCAA said. They finally did something right. Meanwhile, John Emery still suspended. <laughs> oh no! Freaking Rudy Poo. So we'll get into all that. We'll get into all that tonight. Uh, Gerard Gillery on YouTube says Russ Mitchell was on Scone and said LSU's going four and eight. I don't mean this in a wrong way to Russ Mitchell. I think Russ Mitchell might be one of the silliest guys to ever college, cover college football. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I have, I, I really don't think, and I, I saw it. People on Facebook were ranting about it. So what? What Russ Mitchell says? He also said LSU was going like twelve and one last season. Who cares? Who cares? Because I don't really care what he says. Uh, Chris says, did everyone see the video of Mike Jones Jr.? Who? Mike Jones Jr. calling his mom to tell her he'd been chosen as a team captain. I did. I did. All right. Uh, oh. Oh. Also, and Pooh Bear, I forgot to put this in the uh, chat. I also talked to Mike yesterday. Um, let me just let me just say this. Um, he's really Mike Jones Jr. is really excited. He's really humbled. So big, big time stuff. Um, big time stuff for Mike Jones Jr. Um. Sorry, that text kind of got me a little bit. We might have some news. I did forget, Pooh, is LSU is a got a main target that they're going after tomorrow on September the 1st. Zalance heard. It's funny because if you would be subscribed to the AYS message board, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, you would know a little something, something. Maybe you should go over there and subscribe. <laughs> uh, Father Abra says Paulson Adebo down with an ankle injury. Yeah, that's not good, especially the day after you trade uh, CJ Garner Johnson for a Philly cheese steak and a peppermint. I get it, though. I mean, I get it. I don't think he's going to make or break you win in a, a Super Bowl, though. Uh, Larry says 37 21 Tigers have better coach and more talent. I like it. Pooh Bear's got a lot of these. We'll go to them. I'm going to get to the ones that give us an example. Like this one. Eric says, 27 to 10, we shut uh, Jay Travis down quickly. I like that. I like that. David Pelt says, 45 to 13 LSU. 10 of those FSU points comes in garbage time. God, dog, we clapping those cheeks like that? Man. And Marshall says, 34-21. Okay. Pooh Bear, can I tell the people? Can I tell the fine people what's going on tonight? Um, I will be following this show. Go over to the Golden Boot Podcast. I will be on there immediately following the show. I think 815 Pooh Bear's podcast along with Ant and Daniel and Chris. I'll be on there. We'll be talking to some LSU, so it's going to be really fun. 
It's going to be really fun. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that good stuff, too. Go to their website, paulshub.com. <laughs> Pooh Bear, you better get that shit copyrighted, dog. You better get that shit. Paulshub.com. Josh says 38-27 LSU pulls away because we shut down their running game and they can't hang uh, when one-dimensional. I'm with that. I like that. Adam B says Russ Mitchell ate paint chips and sniffed highlighters as a child. Man, I bet you that was an adventure. You ever, never mind, I'm not going to talk about that. But that's something. That's something. C. King says 4820 LSU. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris says, why do you always say my last name? Why do you always have titty, uh, honey buns underneath your titties? Chris has honey buns underneath his titties. That's what Pooh Bear told me. Pooh Bear called me this today. He goes, bro, let me tell you something Chris did. We're in, we're, we're in production meeting. Chris is like, man, I'm hungry. Picks up one of them titties up, pulls out a honey bun. <laughs> big titty honey bun eating ass. Anyway, Chris, I make fun of you on this big of a show. I only do that because I love you. Because I love you. Um, just throwing this out there, I was just told this was the what the text message was about. LSU is hosting a call slash text party tonight as tomorrow they can talk with 2024 guys. So LSU recruiting is about to be huge. So I, I follow us on Twitter tonight. We're going to be pushing a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Chris says, you don't know that Pooh Bear. <laughs> He didn't say it wasn't true. He just said Pooh Bear don't know. <laughs> Honey bun titty having ass. I love you too, Chris. I'm just messing with you. Trey Patton says, hashtag, or at AYS, where's a plate lunch place this week? I got a couple. I wasn't able to share, man. It's been a busy, busy week for us. Uh, as we have some a lot of news coming down from the AYS way. As we always do, so I've been working really hard on that, but we'll get you some. I if you've look, if y'all are coming coming to New Orleans this weekend and you're going through Baton Rouge, y'all need and especially if it's around lunchtime, y'all need to go to Goodwood Grill. Uh you need to go Paran's uh, on um right there. I think it's by either South or by Cadian. I, I think it's where it's by. Y'all need to go there. Uh, a lot of good places, a lot of good places to go eat. But I mean, if you're going to New Orleans, go to New Orleans. Adam B says 42, 17 LSU reason, no co-eds and kids at practice, <laughs> man. I got to tell y'all something. A lot of people call me a liar behind all that because they're Ed Orgeron homers. They're LSU homers. They don't really know what they're talking about. Guys, we have it for a fact that he had women at practice. Guys, we have it at fact that kids were at practice. Guys, in today's society, you can't hide shit. So to all the people that were on me and, 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 and texting uh, and group messages, Blake's a liar. Well, dude, first off, you don't know what you're talking about. You think that you do. You really never don't. He had women at practice. Guys, do you all know that Orgeron... I'm, Pooh Bear, the gloves are coming off tonight. We got to get to a break, and we got a lot to get into. Um, 
Did y'all know that a woman went on Twitter, one of, one of not not the, but one of Ed Orgeron's girlfriends went on Twitter and said that she gave him COVID? Y'all say that I'm a liar when she's admitted live on Twitter. Saying, yeah, I know that Coach O's, you know, hanging out and dating that other girl, but we're, you know, we're hanging out too. In the middle of the season, then the next week, LSU would go to Texas A&M, get their teeth kicked in. <laughs> hey! But we're liars. Oh, yeah, Phil's Oyster Bar. I might be at Phil's Oyster Bar Friday. We'll see. All right, let's do this, guys. Let's pay these bills. we got a lot to get into. we got to get to this transfer portal thing, too, which is massive for college football. But everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share if you're on Facebook. Share those Facebook groups, your own social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. XM Radio, tune in, audio podcast, like, review, subscribe there as well. And if you're into recruiting and behind-the-scenes stuff around LSU, we put it on our AYSS uh, network.com message board every day. We try to put something on there every day. Unless it's like a Sunday morning or Sunday when there's nothing going on, we really don't post a lot in there. But we're in there. We're active. Go be active. $7 a month, so go to AYSSnetwork.com. All right, let's pay these bills. We'll be back in a minute. I want more of your feedback. It's the people show. Why do you think LSU is going to win? Put it inside the comments. We'll get into it, but I do have a Rafino's rants coming out outside of the break around this transfer portal, but stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk LSU and FSU. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. Uh, Lars Carville, are you are you related, Lars, to James Carville? Interesting. My man looks like Popeye with them biceps. Look at his pop. <laughs> hey, I eat spinach. <laughs> What's up, Lars? What's up, buddy? I'm just messing. I'm in a playful mood today, man. Y'all chill out. He says, no way LSU wins by 14. The game will be close. Well, let me say, let me tell you this, Lars, and this is what, just my opinion. If the game is that close, we're in for a long season. Guys, we're in for a long season. 
I don't. Uh, uh oh, hold on. <laughs> Had to yell. Pooh Bear, can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Saying we're having some streaming issues. Um. Anyway, if you see at the top left, at least it's saying that my connection is is a little unstable. Um. But hopefully, can y'all hear me okay? Everybody in the chat, let me know if you can hear me. Um, but we're going to have a very long season. Um, very, very, very long season if it's 14, if we don't win by more than 14 points. Guys, they're not that great. They're not that great. Okay? Uh, so, I, I, I don't agree with you. Let me talk about this because we, we do got to get to a lot of things. Uh, if you missed it today, Ross Dellinger broke, broke some news about the transfer portal. I'm not sure if a lot of people saw it. And, and and let me say this. When there's bad news, you know what's funny? You know what's really funny about bad news? Is bad news always travels faster than good news. Right? Like, And you've been a part of life when God bless it and knock on wood, somebody passes away or you lose your job or whatever it may be. Your friends, your, your your family, everybody everybody on Facebook knows bad news travels faster than good. Today, the NCAA is coming out with a ruling that they're going to have they're going to have a limited time or a specific time that players in all sports can and cannot go into the transfer portal. It's about damn time. It is actually about damn time that you put guardrails up on this portal. Nobody's saying that kids can't transfer. Oh, and by the way, there's not going to be an unlimited amount of transfers. Guys, we have to have some amount of integrity to the sport. I am okay with players transferring if they're academically eligible, if they're in good standing, if something happens, if a new coaching staff comes in. Hell, really, I'm very player friendly. You, if you're if you are doing all the right things and you're able to transfer, transfer. But what I absolutely hate, what I absolutely hate, as much as player friendly as I have been, when that ball gets kicked off on Sunday, and even now, don't you dare go into that transfer portal. Don't you dare go into that portal. Man, you better, I mean, you're at the point now, man, where it's like you you've been you you have a team, you have teammates. Like sports is still about team. What is your team doing? Right? So the one good thing that the NCAA has done in all of this is put up guardrails. Now, I don't know what this uh this looks like. Right? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what, you know, if there, if it's two months, if it's a month, like, how bad does it hurt college football even worse or does it help college football? But to me, to me, putting these guardrails up, at least that's how I'm reading that's what they're doing from Ross Dellinger. I think it's a massive plus for all sports. There's no way that that ball should be kicked off on Sunday and all of a sudden 
if a kid's unhappy, he can just transfer. Because the only the only people that that hurts is the university. And it hurts the kids some too, but they might be counting on you. You know what's crazy? As I remember, and Nick Saban talked about Drew Sanders today, the outside middle backer. Drew Sanders gets hurt for a couple games. In comes Dallas Turner. What if Dallas Turner would have gone through eight games and be like, hey, man, I'm not playing. F this dude. I'm out. You always got to be prepared and ready to go into the game. You never know what's going to happen. You have to be able to protect these universities just as much as you protect college athletes. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you guys, but I think it's a massive plus. I think it's what gets college football back on the proverbial track. Now, they didn't make a ruling, or the college football playoff committee did not make a ruling today in reference to the expanded playoff. And you know what everybody does? You know what everybody Oh, my God. There's so much money being lost about not expanding the playoff. Guys, is this about money or is this about championships? Is this about the two or four best teams battling it out? Because I'll promise you this. I'll promise you this. The 12th team last year, Ole Miss, isn't going to beat Georgia. They're not going to beat Bama. Guys, we've already seen that game happen. College football is very chalky. The old, as the old adage says, guys, there's really just four to six teams every single year that are the best in college football. It's been like that for a long time. It will continue to be like that because those programs recruit the best. They have some of the best coaching. And we're worried because a half a billion dollars, and I said billion with a B, a half a billion dollars will be lost. (laughs) You divided that half billion by 12 teams. And then when the 13th team gets pissed off that they didn't make the playoff, we're going to have to expand it again. Is that what we're going to have to do? Sorry, guys, I'm a little under the weather freaking sinuses but i i do believe i do believe it's been really it's a really good day for college football i don't know how you guys feel and i ask you to put it inside the chat put it inside the chat when you hear that there's gonna be guardrails on the portal there's gonna be you know the college football playoff hasn't expanded i am not a fan of the expansion guys i don't think that there's four teams that can win a natty guys there was really only two teams last year that can win a natty Michigan and Cincinnati really didn't have a lot of business being in the playoff. Because Michigan got beat down by Georgia. Cincinnati wasn't beating Alabama. Even though I thought the Cincinnati game was a lot closer with Alabama than what Georgia and Michigan was. But one's a national champion and the other wasn't. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Stefan says, great that the transfer, uh, on the transfer rule needed some form of structure. Absolutely. We did. Absolutely. We did. Roger says, Blake, Jordy said their O line is not athletic from you watching the game. 
do you think, in, in my opinion, are you asking me about Florida State's line or LSU's line? LSU, I mean, Florida State gets back their center this week. Their center's going to be a full go. Guys, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I, I get that Florida State's running backs uh, broke a lot of tackles. But, guys, I, I, I mean, look, Florida State's got really good running backs. They got three guys that can go in there and play every down if you need them to. The pro- when you, you, This is my problem with offensive line play. And people saying, oh, the, their line sucks. Guys, they ran for 400 yards. Uh, in the second half, it was like eight yards or nine yards per carry before – on average, that a running back was touched, and you're saying they suck. Get out of here with that, man. Get out of here. Uh, Chance Babin says the unlimited transfer rule didn't pass. Yeah, it's not. And, and here's the thing, Chance. It's not going to pass, right? Like, it, it's not going to pass just due to the main reason these guys won't be academically eligible. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If they pass that ruling... There's going to be a lot of guys that go in the portal that's not academically eligible. That's why this whole thing with John Emery pisses me off so much. And again, John Emery has some blame on his side. There's no doubt about it. But Jesus Christ, man, like at what point, at what point do we just sit back and say, dude, he was 20 years old. Everybody that's been 20 years old in this chat has made stupid decisions. Very stupid decisions. I, I remember when I was 20, I remember my 21st birthday. Pooh Bear, this is what we did for my 21st. You ready? Went down to Biloxi. I had my white boy khaki shorts on. We went to the bow. We went to the hard rock. Women draped over a player. You know what I'm saying? I mean, women everywhere. I made stupid decisions. Law golf, law golf, law golf. I ain't even reading that. Law golf. <laughs> Where's Zach when you need him? <laughs> did you, did you kiss a girl? That'd be Zach. Did you kiss her? Did you see a boob? <laughs> Pastors in the building. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Let me get to this Brian Kelly thing, too. Guys, we're going to go about 45, 50 minutes tonight. We're going to cut a little bit short, but we're going to talk a lot of LSU. Pooh says, Zach is praying that Tebow gets another shot in the NFL. Y'all saw that Tebow, that they're doing this uh, this Florida documentary with Tebow and, and uh, uh, Pooh Bear, who's your dude? You know, pop, pop gangster from Connecticut. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. When Aaron Hernandez, uh, you know, gangster, pop. Uh, they're doing like some kind of big, like 30 for 30 big ESPN documentary. I saw. Let, let's talk about this, though. Brian Kelly was uh, <laughs> kind of nail Jesus. Says, oh, not the boob. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like www.bigoldboobies.com. Be what Zach put in. So Brian Kelly, though, let's transition, though, because I want to talk about this. Brian Kelly was uh, on the uh, SEC coaches teleconference today. Guys, the more and more Brian Kelly speaks, the more and more Brian Kelly speaks, and the more and more I listen. So I went back to the, we, we went back today and we listened to this. 
And of the four, four of the five press conferences that we heard Brian Kelly speak in, let me make sure I got this number right. In the uh, so of the four of the five that we listened to, Brian Kelly talked about winning championships or SEC championships thirty-one times. He did again today. I got a feeling, Pooh. I got a feeling, guys, that this man fully believes he can win the SEC. So, when Brian Kelly comes out here and talks about winning and, and being graduating champions and winning the SEC, at what point do I have to sit back and say, well, man, what is he seeing that I'm not? Or, or, or is this coach's speak? I don't believe Brian Kelly knew who his quarterback was going to be 48 hours ago or 72 hours ago. I don't believe him. I believe he's known for a long time now because I went to the fall, the beginning of fall camp talking about competing for SEC and winning SEC championships. If you don't know who your quarterback is, why are you talking about coming out here and winning SEC championships? Because this fan base, if you listen to him enough, and I think that Brian, I think that Brian Kelly fully believes that they can do it. I think that he I think he believes that he's got the talent to do it. You don't come out there and say what he's been saying if you don't. So what is he very excited about? Well, today he talked about Malik Neighbors returning kicks and returning punts. It's pretty massive if you think about it, right? Malik Neighbors has been the biggest, uh, uh, I don't want to say surprise, but probably the MVP of this fall camp. Now he gets gets named an aide from Brian Kelly that he's going to be returning punts and kickoffs. He talked about Mason Smith being a, 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 a generational player. He talked about how the O-line's done good against that generational player. Talking about how his quarterbacks are dynamic. Both of them are very dynamic. Talked about how surprised he is and how good the secondary is being. Everybody knows how good the wide receivers are. Guys, if he fully believes that, and that's exactly what's going on here, I think he thinks he's going to come in here and compete. Now, does that mean, what does competing mean, though? So let, let, let's dive into this. Of what does he actually mean by competing? Guys, you're competing if you're nine and three, because that means at some point throughout your schedule, you would be seven or one or eight and zero oh or seven and two, and the team's got and the SEC West has a loss, and if you beat them, you would overtake the SEC standings in the West. The more and more I listen to him, the more and more he gives me the confidence that LSU, maybe my cautiousness, maybe my cautiousness is being overdone by my own self. Maybe I got PTSD of Ed Orgeron. Maybe I got PTSD from Les Miles against Wisconsin. Maybe I do. The reality, though, is and I want to make this very well known from where I stand on it. LSU's got a lot of, has question marks. 
The one question mark that LSU doesn't have, uh, and Marshall said it's on Netflix. Okay, so they're doing a uh, Florida Gators documentary on Netflix with that whole Aaron Hernandez team. Thank you, Ant. Um, there's still a lot of questions that got to be answered. Like the depth chart that we know and we've seen, guys, I don't think it's going to be the same than when we run out here to Florida State. What are you going to do with seven banks? What are you going to do with Micah Baskerville? And if it is the same same starting lineup, I bet you those guys play. I bet you those guys play. And I bet you they play a lot. I just thought it was very interesting, though, that he – Mention it 31, uh, 31 times in the four press conferences that we guys. It's like every other sentence, every or every other other sentence, every third sentence. When it compete for championships, when it compete for the SEC, you don't come out. A coach like Brian Kelly doesn't come out there and say something like that if he doesn't believe it. Okay, get to a couple of these comments. Uh oh, Pooh Bear, I see you grinning. So what's the comment say? What comment you reading? Put it up there. Go ahead. I only run toss dive on YouTube says I know that I have PTSD. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, Scones fragile ego says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think our backers and DBs can hang for four quarters in the whole SEC schedule? I think that you've got a lot of talented ones. I think Greg Penn and Mike Jones Jr. and Harold Perkins and Wes Weeks and Micah Baskerville, I think that's a really solid unit. I do have, um, Scone, I do have, though, uh, a little reserves, a little reserves, um, on the back end, I want to see what, what guys like, uh, Colby Richardson's able to do, you know, look, I, I think Colby Richardson is a little bit beneficial. You know, Colby's going to go up against a six, seven wide receiver. That's a, that's a very, literally, and all puns intended. I know that Pooh Bear loves the puns like Chris loves honey buns. I want to see what he does against a 6-7 receiver. Guys, is there a situation that they throw a fade route to him in the red zone and Kobe Richardson's got to break it up from a 6-7 guy? Guys, LeBron James is 6-7. LeBron James is 6-7. So, yeah. Tyga Coleman says a promise is a promise and sends us $20 via YouTube. Well, Tyga, what promise did we make? Because I forgot about it. <laughs> is it the Jane Daniels one? Did did he announce Jane Daniels as a starting QB? Because I know I bet somebody $20, but I can't forget. I, I keep forgetting who it is. I don't remember. Maybe it was Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear, do you owe me $20? Let me hold $20 to tomorrow. Um... Honka says the six seven wide receiver if he plays. Well, I saw something today. I saw something today that they said that he was out of practice and he was practicing uh, uh, really well. So, I mean, if you're out in practice and you're running routes, I expect you to at least get something. Um, Christopher Brown says Buddy actually sent twenty bucks. Is that? But I don't think that's Buddy. King Ulysses, what's up, Buddy? He says plus Blake gave me hope in this season. 
if our O-line can move our D-line, they can compete, right? I agree with you there, King. Uh, he says, I think this will be the best offense at LSU since 2019. And I completely agree with him. Yeah, they've moved them. And Jaden and Garrett has been able to get outside and break and contain and go for first downs. You know, and that's been a big thing of this fall camp. You know who struggled against Duquesne containing the edge? Florida State. <laughs> Florida State had a massive problem containing the edge. So that's why I give Jaden a nod. That's why I give Jaden a little bit of benefit of the doubt of what we've seen from him and what this offensive line has done against this D-line so far. And I made this argument in Twitter spaces this week, and I think it was to Chris. Do you... Um, Do you believe that Mason Smith doesn't know the protection calls that Garrett Nussmeyer is calling out? Garrett Nussmeyer. Garrett uh, Dallinger is calling out. Do you really think that he doesn't know what this offensive line's trying to do to him when they're doing these scrimmages? You're damn right he does. Guys, when I ran scout team, let me tell you, this is so awful. Pooh Bear, you're going to probably think less of me. In college, when I ran scout team, you know what I did? I learned the defense's play calls. You know why? Because if I knew what they were calling, it would make me look good. <laughs> so they'd be like, well, damn, that damn Rafino can play. It's a competitive edge either way that you go. Making them better, trying to make myself better and them look better. Because here's the truth. I'm always going to know what I'm supposed to do offensively. We'll see. Uh, Craig Dungan says, I'm curious. Matt House defense consists of blitzing when appropriate to blitz, question mark. I know he coached at Kentucky, and they were pretty good when he was there. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, but we need to see. I mean, it's been a while since he's called plays. Two more, and then we're going to take a very quick break and talk some more LSU. Uh, G. McGeezy says, um... Blake, can you see the D-line going freak mode and completely dominating Sunday? Absolutely, I could. Absolutely, I could. I want to see him do it. Right? Like, I want to see him do it very quickly. Because, again, like I said, when you go out to those scrimmages and they don't do it, we'll see what they do. But, yeah, I think that they're going to be – I think they go as this team goes. Honestly, as, as, as this D-line goes, so will this team. And you can't – Guys, everybody asks about Garrett Dellinger, but he's going up against Mason Smith every day. Let me. There's not another interior defensive lineman in the country better than Mason Smith. Newsflash. That's what Mason Smith's going to be not hearing this March, but the March after. You want me to play it again? With the first pick in the NFL draft, so-and-so-and-so-and-so picks Mason Smith with the number one, number one overall pick. He's got that potential, guys. He's got that. Garrett Dellinger has, is not going to see anybody remotely better than him. Maybe Jaheim Otis can get there one day, the nose guard from Alabama. Jaheim Otis is a dude now. Don't, don't get it twisted. Jaheim Otis is a dude. But he ain't, he ain't Mason Smith right now. Iron sharpens iron, man. Let's do this, Pooh. Can you let do this for me though, Pooh? Let's pay these bills. Let's talk about my good friend Cram uh, over my good friends over at Grand Co. My good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, we'll be back in one minute and thirty seconds. We'll talk some more LSU. 
How do you think LSU is going to beat Florida State? Put it in the comments. We'll get to as many of them as we can. Fire in your questions. We'll get to them as well. Pooh, let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and our good friends over at State Farm in Carroll Falls. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, let's get to some of these. Jacob Wiggins says, I smoke the good stuff that's homegrown. Well, you need to try those uh, uh, Gramco gummies, dog. You need to. Troy Boudreaux says, I think we'll go as far as our offensive line and kicker goes. That's a good point. I could see that too. I 1,000% can see that too. Um, King Ulysses says, or J-Roy, I'm with you. Guys, I'm not gonna. I'm not arguing with you on this, on these. Doug Nose says Aggie fans already next year talking about uh, Weigman. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he is better than the quarterbacks they have now. I think he's better than than. Um, bro, let me tell you something. Buddy of mine, when the news broke that Max Johnson wasn't starting at quarterback, he sent me the link. Uh, <laughs> he sent me the link and said. Ha ha, minim, uh, minimum Johnson's not starting. I'm like, what the hell does he keep calling him minimum Johnson for? Obviously, because his first name's Max. I honestly thought I was talking to Pooh Bear. You know, like, guys, you, you guys in these dad jokes, ha ha, minimum Johnson. Then he, he followed up by saying his dad sucks at those trick shots. <laughs> A year ago, everybody was talking about how he loved him. Chase on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, how have our running backs been looking without Emory? Eh. Uh, I think, let me just finish this. He says, uh, do you think we will throw to the backs a lot out of this uh, backfield like we did 19? The second question first, yes, I do believe that we will. Secondly, I think that they started off slow and they started to pick it up as the camp went on. Um, they need to have a big night. They need to have a big night. But I, I do 
for most of the camp, I thought that they were the most underwhelming uh, position group to me. If there's one position group that was most underwhelming, it was running backs. Now, is that because John Emery's out? But then I say that, and then you turn right around, and Amari Goodwin's going out there and truck-sticking Jarek Bernard Converse along the sidelines. Like, he's going, I'm from the 251. They're putting his head down. Maybe that's just Pooh Bear. I don't know. I don't think he's not from the 251. He's from Alabama, though. Uh, Jeff says, hashtag asks Blake, what look do we come out defensively with? I, I mean, a dime that's top of the line, slim faced, cute, uh, cute face, slim waist with a big behind. Um, some rendition of a dime. BJ Ojalar is going to be standing up. Guys, I, I, I'm going to call it a four man front. If BJ is going to rush as much as he is, the offensive line, and I say this, and people get so mad. Blake, are we running a 3 4? Guys, it doesn't really matter. When B, so what BJ Ojolari is standing up on the outside? He's ru- going to rush a lot. It really doesn't. As an offensive lineman or as a center making a play call, nine times out of ten, I'm going to account for BJ Ojolari rushing. I'm not going to account for him going out in any kind of coverage. So I, I think you come up with some kind of dime package. Maybe they they mix it up. We'll see. I I know that they're going to be very multiple. They're going to be very multiple. So with that being said alone, I, I really don't know. I think it's going to dictate, really dictate on what Florida State comes out in, right? Like if they come out five wide, I hope we're not coming out in a traditional three, four. You heard me? Doug No says it sounds like our kicking game is restricted to 45 yards in. It's probably about right. It's probably about right. Pooh Bear says I'm never that corny. I don't know, dog. Some of them tweets y'all be putting out there in the mornings, they pretty corny. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes, bro, I read them every morning that y'all post them. I just shake my head. I'm like, oh, bro. Some of them are pretty good. I'll give you that. Some of them are pretty good. Uh, George says, I hope coach showing the importance of not overlooking the first game. They are not overlooking the first game. Brandon Reese says, I predict Mike Jones, who Greg Penn and Harold Perkins possibly start at linebacker. They're not going to start three of them. Florida state runs too much spread for you to start three linebackers like that. They're not going to do that. Doug knows says Jaden ought to have the scouting report on that wide receiver. He should. He should, but that he also that wide receiver should also have the scouting report on Jaden too. What he likes, what he doesn't like, what he does well, what he doesn't want to do well, what kind of pressures he does like, what kind of pressures he doesn't like. You know. Jason Morgan sends 999 via Super Chat. He says, Who's your kick returner and punt returner? Well, it was announced today, Jason. That Malik Neighbors will be that. And that's what Coach Kelly said on the SEC teleconference. Sick with it University says, Blake, let me borrow $5. I'll let you borrow $5. You got it. But I, I, look, let me just tell you this, though, Sick. I charge interest. Uh, 100% interest every day. So you could be here a week from now and you owe, you owe brother five grand. I charge a hundred. Look, we'll get that in writing, too. I'll get my... I'll get my attorney to strike that thing up. Father Abear, Father Abear, 
What's happening, brother? Our father. You know what we need to do, Pooh? You know what we're doing tomorrow, Pooh Bear? We're bringing Father A-Bear on the show. I want Father A-Bear to call into the show tomorrow and pray for this team. Father A-Bear, I can't take another season. Where are we getting our te- where we're getting our, you know, where we're getting where we're losing. <laughs> Guest for tomorrow. Father Abear. Bring him on at 740 tomorrow. But he does say hashtag ask Blake. I know I love how Kelly is keeping our guys fresh and healthy. How much are we tackling? We've been tackling a lot. He says, do you think we have problems being physical? I don't think we'll have problems being physical, but you never know. Uh, you never know how much or how well guys are going to tackle until it's really live. I mean, because they were tackling in scrimmages, but they weren't really tackling, tackling. Like, you know what I mean? Like They're not trying to bring everybody to the ground. <laughs> Six says, now mine, I'm good. You better be good, man. I'm trying to 5,000% interest now. Uh, George says, Tangy Mafia. I don't know about Mafia. All I know is I go to church and file my taxes correctly. Uh, Reagan Lee says, Pastor will follow up the prayer up. Okay, we'll have a, we'll have the, we'll have a prayer for the Baptist. We'll have a prayer for the Catholics. How about that? Y'all think about that. I like that idea, Pastor. Pastor on at 755. I guess I do got to do this, huh, Pooh? Jay Everett on Facebook. I haven't given my prediction for the season. All right. You know what? I was going to hold that to tomorrow. Should I hold that to tomorrow, though, Pooh? Guys, here's where I'm at at the current moment. I think LSU can is gonna go can go eight and four. I don't feel that we're there yet. I but I, I want to sit at eight and four. I think that they have the talent to do much more than that. I I, I would rather undershoot this one, guys, than overshoot it because you're in the first years ahead co- uh, of under a new head coach. New quarterback, five new offensive linemen, brand new, some brand new wide receivers, brand new DBs, brand new uh, uh, linebackers to an extent when it comes to starting. I'm going to go eight and four with the potential of potential of ten and two. I think ten and two is my ceiling. Eight and four is my floor. I hope that that's fair. I hope that that's fair. <laughs> Semper says, and you know what? I'll just pray for the rest. There you go. Howard Jr. says, How look at that Kubota tractor in that in that picture right there, man. Ben. Ben would freak out if he saw that tractor. Uh, but Howard says, hashtag asked Blake, who will have a pick six against Florida State? Do you think that went over everybody's head? Let's do this again. Let's do a replay. Ask Blake, who have a pick six versus Florida State? This is who. Pressure says 15 and 0. 
Lamar Williams says, we're going 15-0. and C. King says, 12-0, and ceiling 11-1. and You guys are better than me. <laughs> you guys are better than me. I think I'm right here with Ryan. He says, my mind is telling me 8-4, and but my heart is telling me 12-0. and It's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. All right. You know what, guys? We're going to cut this one a little bit short tonight. Um... 8.15, Pooh Bear, huh? You know, let me do this. Pooh Bear, come on up. Come on up. But let me do this first. Let me do this first. Uh, let me talk about my guys over at Fry Construction and Dirt Service. FryConstruction.com. Whether you got site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition, call them today, 337-457-5100. That's 337-457-5100. 5,100, let him know that your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. All right, Pooh Bear is in the house. Pooh Bear will be doing his podcast tonight at 8.15. Pooh Bear, what is in store tonight? Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, talk a little bit about Florida State. Talk about some of the expectations. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the trade with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or whatever his name is. He's gone now. Yeah, I like it. Um, let me yeah, get so, to this, though, Pooh. Uh, yeah. Kevin says Sherman Wilson tweeted about a 2024 party in the AM tomorrow. Yeah, 1201 is what he's talking about. They're doing like a watch party, a text party. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like it. It's look, there, Look, let me just say this. I want to make this very well known. I'm not going to clip this. I'm not going to repeat it. There's going to be a lot of kids get offers in the next week. And you got a massive commitment. To, or you have a massive person committee tomorrow and um Zalance heard so recruiting never like stops it. recruiting never like stops it. uh Pooh Bear what is your what is your over under you know I get you get ripped on here you know like, you know yeah. what's your over under what do you what do you think the record's gonna be um I think um I think the floor is eight and four uh I've I've said my floor is eight and four. I think if the D line has it together and the D line or not D line, but if the defense jails, I'm thinking 10 and two, 11 and one. If they go 11 and one, Brian Kelly's your coach of the year. Agree. I think he can get coach of the year anyway. If uh, LSU goes, uh, depending on who your wins are. I don't think that he can win it at nine and three. Here's why. I think that there's too many top heavy teams. That's fair. I think that because I still think that you're going to get an undefeated Bama. Okay. I think that they're pissed off. I think that you can get, look, oh, people, what people don't realize, go look at Ohio State's schedule. Mm-hmm. They don't play, other than noted, like their week one game might be their toughest game until they play Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with Clemson. Okay. A lot of people dookie water on Dabo. You better not sleep on Dabo. And look, I'm not Pooh Bear. We had we had this conversation in our in our group chat. I know people don't like Jesus loving Dabo. You know, like Bible. You know, because he's he's hypocritical a lot of times, and I get it. Dabo's a damn good coach and recruiter, right? Like, so you could have two teams right there who have favorable schedules. I mean, who's going to beat Clemson in that division? Want uh, want a hot take for you? Sure. All right, two thousand five. Remember that year, the chaos? No, I'm sorry, 2007. There will be no undefeated teams in the playoff. And you, we might see our first two-loss team.
I can't see it. But hey, it's a hot take. I I, I just can't. What makes you think that that would happen? I just think it's a lot. It's a lot of question marks around a lot of teams this year. Even so, Bama has just as many question marks as LSU. The difference is, Bama is coached by Nick Saban and gets the benefit of the doubt. Well, and they have the two best players in the country. I, I mean, I, I, so I give you that. I give I mean, you that. Um, but who? But honestly, who's he throwing it to? Because their wide receivers are pretty unproven. Who's the running back? Oh, Jam- Jahari Gibbs, the kid from Georgia yeah. Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's good. Hey, hey now, that kid can play. Um, I, I get what you're saying. I think that their biggest weakness is interior offensive line, which could give Bryce a lot of trouble. I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Defensive backs are always. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be. The defensive backs are always shaky. The defensive line bails them out a lot. Um, I think that if you if you get a team with a strong offensive line that can give you know saying the opposing quarterback a a few seconds, they'll get picked apart. I don't think that they have better question marks than we do. I don't. My question, so Pooh, my you know my put my question would be: Do they have more question marks than anybody else in the country? You know, like, and that's tough. You know who doesn't have a lot of question marks really is Ohio State. You know, exactly. So, but I can see a scenario where Michigan loses to Michigan loses to Michigan State, Michigan State, possibly Penn State or 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 Purdue or some 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 fluky game, and then Michigan comes out and beats Ohio State and gives them their only loss. But Ohio State still goes on. I gotta I gotta see like there's a comment here that Bama's gonna lose two games. Howard says I predict. Two losses for Bama. I I can't see it. I I I can't. I can't. Bama. See ha- it. I mean, they like uh, Eric says. UGA has a cakewalk, but they got to play in the SEC championship. Ain't no ain't no cake yeah. over there. Yeah, I just I, I can't I can't see Bama losing two games. But that's me. That's me. Yeah. All right, Pooh. Y'all show us at eight fifteen. Go to the Golden Boot Pod. G E A U X L E N D E N boot pod and on youtube all the good stuff i'll be on there uh today to start at 8 15 but until then guys we will see y'all tomorrow we'll guess it back up and close out the week before this saturday morning show my name is blake Rafino. this is pooh bear y'all have a good night peace out girl scouts well if our exit music would ever play thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.